All right. Hi, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in to Don't Suffer in Silence with Damian Christopher. I am your host. I hope you're feeling pretty good, feeling pretty strong now on today's show. We're going to be discussing what to do when you're facing humiliation on the job or in life, period. Like, What do you do when you face, you know, someone's trying to humiliate you? So grab you something to drink, orange juice, orange slices. I'm not sure. Grab something very, very delightful. I value your time. I value your moment to moment. I'm grateful that you are here. Cool. Let's get started. All right. All right. So the, the question came through. Uh, question of the month was or, or is from a, a Mrs. Tina. She says, uh, what do you do when you are facing a false accusation on your job from a coworker? Uh, it could be same sex, a female, female could be a white woman, black woman. But uh, that's the question. I'm going to break this down because I'm like, well, I got a little bit of insight, you know, but but I'm going to start off with with uh, saying number one is always keep calm, always keep C-A-L-M, keep calm. And I'll explain why I'm saying that in a minute. Now, I know you probably think, OK, man, uh, Christopher Damon, you know, like, how can you say stay calm? And so I, I realized that, OK, I can say stay calm because I've gone through this. I've been accused of a false accusation on more than three, three occasions. I'm going to talk about one today, but I want to I want to give clarification on why I said stay calm. Yeah, it is easier in my shoes to say that because I've gone through it. I've been on I've been in the beginning of, of an accusation process. I've been in the middle of it. And I've arrived at the end of it on, on the other side, uh, not unscathed, but. I came out clean, meaning that that my name was cleared. So again, I'm going to talk about two scenarios, but one one for one for sure uh, because it, it's most it's most poignant and it's most clear. But I want to emphasize that whenever you're, you know, whenever you've been um, falsely accused of something that you didn't do or did not do, um, so like like back in the day. You know, cell phones and iPads and Apple Watches weren't everywhere. So, you know, you you, you, you may have had a camera versus nowadays, uh, you know, everything's recorded, voice recorded. Everybody has cell phones everywhere. Um, Apple Watches, iPads. So so conversation you're having, it, it could be it could be being, you know, just just recorded without your knowing. Right. And in this scenario uh, with this question, uh, that was part of the context. Uh, this young lady is being accused of something from a coworker um, who is who is of the same sex. Now, again, uh, these accusations and these false um, situations always have two sides. You kind of get what I'm saying. So it, it's important that for you, for yourself, and if I'm trying to answer this question for the uh, for this listener who asked it, um, I, I would say for yourself is to keep calm because you, you really can't do anything else about, um, you know, far as controlling. Like, like, I can't control what other people think of me or how they treat me. I, I don't control those things. Now you think, OK, OK, wait a minute, Christopher, I, I, I need this job. And I'm like, yeah, of course you need this job. <laughs> All right. You got bills to pay. But that's why I said the first thing I said out of my mouth on, on this on this topic was to stay calm. Like that is the first line of defense is staying calm because in your mind, you're innocent. In your mind, man, I didn't do anything. In your mind, you want to defend yourself. In your mind, you're like, hey, you know, um, this coworker or, or this boss or, or, or this employee or whoever is accusing me of this. 
you're you're hoping that there are other people around you to come to your to, to come to your defense that like, like hey man you guys know me that I would never do that but you don't you don't control who comes forth to clear your name or, or, who, or who or who or who comes forth to defend you all, all you can, can can control is yourself right uh you control your own energy your own attitude your own tone um you're like okay I can't eat <laughs> I don't have an appetite I'm you know, I can't sleep. I I have no peace. And I'm I'm like, yeah, you, you're going to go through all these emotions because it's a lot of things that, again, this is 2023. Uh, my accusation that, that I faced was in 20, I think 2009, 2010. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and get into it. But I, I just I just want to set a premise because a lot has changed. Uh, since 2009 versus big in 2023, you see all these actors in, in the news right now. Uh, the guy, the guy on, on the Black Panther who who played Neymar, like he's facing a false or an accusation of sexual harassment of a, of an ex girlfriend. You got Jonathan Majors. I mean, you have all these. You got Britney Spears. You have all these accusations out there, right? So, and and again, there's there's always two sides, right? So I'm not saying, um. You know, my listener who wrote in, uh, Miss Tina, is like, is, is guilty. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying there's always two sides. So in, in 2009, uh, I worked as a, a supervisor for, for a local community center. Uh, and I, I was full time and I was the only male there. I was only, I was only black male there at that. So you can imagine, you know, like most of my clients and customers were white or uh, Hispanic. And I was, I was working night. Um, um, on the day that, 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 that this accusation took place, I was working night, uh, night shift, no, I'm sorry, evening shift. And I had to close that night. And a part of the community center, it, it's a rule that it, if there's a, a kid there after, uh, after, after 6 PM, with, with, you know, without a parent, you have to escort him or her to the, uh, to the front of the building and have them sit with you until their parents come and pick them up. Now, I knew that, but I, I, I didn't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Because I always, I assumed that, you know, parents would be on time. Well, in this, in this case, on this night, on this evening, it was a, a I think a 12 year old girl. She was white, of course, at this time. Um, and I, I happened to be looking on the camera and, you know, I, I happened to have a routine of making sure that I walked the, I walked the whole community center and I'll, I'll check all the rooms and all the, 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 the gyms and the basketball courts and the racquetball room and, and the shower just to make sure that there aren't any kids there. And this, and this, and this time uh, I did my walkthrough and it was a young girl still in the gym talking to older, older, older grown men. And I was like, well, man, she, 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 she's a teenager. So I went in there to go get her. I said, Hey, can you walk with me? I didn't answer her name. I didn't touch her. I didn't say hello. I just said, Hey, can you come in? Can you follow me, please? Like I said, I'm the only, I'm the only black staff there. I'm the only black supervisor. So everyone knows me. Like everyone knows who I am, but I don't really know them, but they all know me. And she follows me. I said, Hey, you know, um, you, you know, you're, you're underage and you can't be here because your parents, um, need, need to come pick you up. And I said, I said, number two, you know, you don't have supervision. So she's like, okay, cool. So I have a chair in my office, uh, on camera and I'm, I'm literally at the front of, of the, of, of the center where you can see me and she sits down. So I, I go back to work and I don't think anything of it. It's like, it's like, like I said, after 6 PM. So I assume her parents are on the way. I didn't think anything of it. Uh, so she gets up and walks outside and she sits on the front, uh, bench. And I didn't know that she did this until maybe moments later or minutes later because i recognize okay man she's she, she's not sitting behind me like where did she go so i walked to the entrance of the door 
Uh, there's, there's, like, there's like there's like two sliding doors, you know, there's, there's one, then there's two. And outside I see her sitting on the bench. And then, of course, like I said, moments later, a car pulls up and there's her parents and she gets in the car and goes home. So I'm OK, cool, man. No big deal. Two weeks later, um, I, I, I get uh, I, I get summoned to the, the main executive director's office. He's like, hey, man, uh, d- did you harass and, and, and touch a girl inappropriately? And I was like, wow, uh, what girl? So you got to imagine at a community center, you come into contact with over 50 to 100 kids each day, different kids. It's impossible to, to know their names. It's impossible to, to, to remember, um, you know, every every interaction, every engagement. Now, again, I was very naive. Like, I just I just didn't know that something, something could happen that fast. Now, now, mind you, back then, like I said, cell phones, iPads, Apple Watches. You know, voice recording, it was not a big thing. There were cameras everywhere in the community center, so I knew I was covered. So so that, that that's the main thing I would, I would tell uh, Tina, who wrote in <clears throat> on this question about, hey, you know, what do you do when you're falsely accused of something? I would say, number one, if there are cameras in the building, then you, then you should be uh, you should be calm that, okay, I'm, I'm on camera, so I'm, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? The camera feed tells you, you know what I'm saying, what you need to know. So in my scenario... Um, um, my director, uh, uh, he's like, Hey, you know, can you, can you replay what happened? And I'm like, replay what happened. And I, I had to like, I had to really, really think like what, what scenario happened. Like I said, it was two weeks later that he called me to his office. And it turns out that this 12 year girl, uh, she was the, the daughter of the mayor of the town and his wife was a lawyer. And evidently she was, she felt disrespected that I had asked her to, to come leave, um, not leave the facility, but I had asked her to come, uh, you know, remain in my supervision so I could make sure that she's safe. Like I said, she, she was under the age of 13 and those rules are at the the community center. If you're a teenager and you're under the age of 13, you must have, um, uh, a parental supervision. Now you probably think, okay, okay, Christopher, (laughs) you know, she wasn't, how do I know that she was underage? I mean, she just, she was a teenager. And I, I just assumed that, hey, you're underage. And I, again, again, it was just a judgment call for her safety and following the rules, which I'm kind of a stickler for the rules. So he's like, hey, you know, her dad's a, a, the mayor, her mom's an attorney. And, you know, evidently, you know, something was said or done. And like I said, I couldn't remember what scenario he was talking about. I said, man, I'm going to be very honest, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I, I, I talk to 100 kids each day. I deal with kids off and on. Uh, I'm always engaging people. So whatever happened, happened very, very fast. And then I said, hey, you know what? I'm sure it's on camera, right? He's like, yeah, duh, it is on camera. So I'm, I'm like, just check the feed. Now, now mind you, he, he knew me personally. The other staff knew me personally. Uh, which, like I said, the other staff was, was 13, 14 women on, on the other staff uh, as a team, and they didn't work with me. I was the supervisor of the building, so I opened and I closed the building whenever I worked. So you can imagine I had every key to every building. I had, I had access to everything, cell phones, locker rooms, the whole center. I, I, had, I had power pretty much. If the, if, the, if the director wasn't there or the, the executive wasn't there, I was in control. I, I was I was. I was who was in charge pretty much. So you can imagine, you know, it's just my word against who, who's ever word. And I'm like, I, and I still didn't worry about it because again, there's cameras now. So how I'm going back to answer this question, meaning that, that, that I, I, I had no idea that no one would believe me. Like, and no one believed that I was innocent. Like my, my coworkers didn't, my management didn't, 
uh, her parents, of course, were pissed off. And I was like, dang, man, I, I, I really it, it really took me some time to review in my mind, review, review, review. I, who, who did I talk to? Who did I engage? And then it dawned on me. I was like, OK, crap. Yeah, th- there was a young white girl that I did escort to the front of the center with me. And I said, hey, no, your parents got to be here. And I, I never assumed that, you know, as a teenager, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that that would piss me off, too, because, you know, you're, you're a teenager. You're kind of entitled. Your, your parent is a mayor. Your mom's an attorney, a lawyer. Like, like, how can you tell me what how can you tell me, you know, what to do? And you're just this black, you know, black man who's supervisor. It's like, dude, like you make nine dollars an hour at the time. And I, I wasn't thinking like that. So. So, again, uh, I just kept calm. I was I was being falsely accused, but I I, I kept calm. I'm like, well, I didn't do anything. Here's the crazy part: the girl I didn't even know her name. I hadn't met her parents ever before, which I'm sure they had been in the facility probably over a hundred times, and I had never met them, never had a conversation with them. And so, like I said, the the, the time starts passing by, <clears throat> and I'm waiting for I'm waiting for my name to clear. Now, man, it it it, it is it's really weird how. A lot of things that in your mind, you're like, dang, you know, I, I need to clear my name. Number two, I don't want to get fired. Number three, I've, I've got bills to pay. Number four, I, I, I can't sleep because in, in, in who do you talk to in this scenario? You, you this is this is probably the point. Number two, that, that's probably most important. As I mentioned, number one is staying calm. Number two is like, don't defend yourself, but be careful who you talk to. Like, cause, cause really, because who can you talk to? Um, whenever you have the, the, the power o- o- over the facility, which I did, I had power and I had the control. It's like I was kind of in between um, the owner and the director, you know what I'm saying, of the facility. So I was like, I was, I was like third and, I was like second and third in, in, in charge. So like, who could I talk to? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, I, I, who do I tell about this? You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, maybe you were part of a small group. Maybe you're a part of a you know small community, or you have some friends, but you just can't tell anyone. Hey, man, on my job, I'm 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 facing a false accusation where I've been I've been accused of harassing a young person or a young girl or a young boy. Like your family will your family will even look at you like sideways, and your friends who you've known for years. Yeah, I don't know, man. You, you know, you might do that. You know, it's like no, 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 man. Like, dude, you know me, so you have all that going on in your mind. It's like crap, you know, like, like, like. And, and, and you're pleading like someone step forward and 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 come to my defense. And no one in my in, in this scenario um, at, at this community center, no one stepped forward in my defense. No one. Now they knew me, and and after that meeting with my uh, uh, executive director, um, I really didn't reassure him. I just said, "Hey, man, um, just check the cameras. That's that's, that's 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 the best I got." And then and then then number two, I don't know who the young girl is. Like I I I, I just I. I I really could not, when he was questioning me, two weeks later, remember. So, of course, a month passes by. And I, so I'm getting all these you know, strange stares and these strange looks and these strange interactions. And I'm like, dang, man, what is going on? Then a month passed by, as I said, the, the, the young girl finally comes clean and says, hey, you know, he didn't do anything. I was just mad and upset. And her parents were upset that, that, that she was escorted they felt like I had singled her out <laughs> to like mistreat her. And I'm like, no, she's a 12 year old young girl in the gym with grown men talking to them. Like that is, it just, it just, um, a, appearance. It just didn't look good. And I saw it on camera. I just I said, Hey, you know, you're, you're underage. And so like looking back, I, I wouldn't change anything that I, that I did in my approach. Like I even 
had a coworker named Olivia. Um, I had her watch the cameras as well and watch me go in there and get her. And I, I just, I literally, I literally just remember that. I had a coworker named Olivia and she, she was, she was Hispanic. So I said, Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm going to walk into the gym and I'm, I'm going to escort this young white girl to the front. Can you watch on camera? So I, I do remember having uh, a second uh, pair of eyes and ears. So, um, so like, so like it, it's, it's huge, you know, um, for me, like I, after a month, you know, my name was clear. Everything went back to normal. You, you kind of see what I'm saying? Like, like, like everyone, I'm not going to say didn't forget, but everything kind of just fell back into the flow of, okay, ah, man, you know, let's just, you know, it, it's just Christopher Damien. And I'm like, man, I, I had worked there for three full years. This, this, this is the crazy part. Three full years. Never had any, any infractions. But whenever your your cultural background doesn't match doesn't match their background, I had no wife, no kids, I didn't do drugs, you know. It, it just it I was a a prime target. Now now again, there are two things that, I, that I'm mentioning about, like I said, just keeping calm, and number two, watching who you talk to. Um, I, I never lost my temper or blew up or just just panic. And I'm like, no, man, I just. Just watch the cameras. And of course, my executive director, and I'm like, bro, like two weeks ago, before you even confronted me, you should just watch the cameras. That way, you know, you didn't even have to have a talk with me. It's like, look at the camera. And like I said, a month later, he's like, hey, man, you know, I'll, I'll watch the camera. And you just, you know, asked her to and to, to come to the front and you, and you escorted her and she sat down. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, that's it, bro. I mean, the, 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 so I, I wasn't really mad at him, but I was like, dang, bro, like, like you know me. You, like he, he, he and I were the same age. Um, you know, he had a wife, but no kids. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, dude, like you, you spend almost every day with me. You know how I get down. You know how I carry myself. So I'm like, why are you surprised? And I mean, in, in his in his situation, you know, he was uh, director executive, and he had to uphold relationships with the mayors and attorney. With, with I'm sorry, with mayors and attorneys and people of high stature in the community. So I'm like, I'm like, so I said, dude, I get it. You, you you can't side you can't side with me. I I I understand you know that 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 he couldn't side with me, but it's like dang you know I'm, I'm like look at the the track record. You know what I'm saying? And that's my only thing. Like, like look at my track record and look at my actions and my behaviors. Like you've never had any problems. Like never. So why when this comes up, you know you kind of like ah. And again, it's human nature. Like people are are, are fickle, and you got to understand that. So so for me to answer Tina's question. And if you are, if you listening have have gone through this or are, are experiencing this, being careful who you talk to because everyone can't, uh, everyone have hasn't experienced something like this. And then number three, everybody's going to be giving you different advice on what to do. And don't don't do that. That's why I say number two is important. Be careful who you talk to, because people people going to be telling you this. People going to be telling you that. You know, they're going to say confront this person. They're gonna say, you know, uh, like I said, this is twenty twenty three. So now every every conversation is is being secretly recorded. Everyone has their cell phone, and and, and they'll turn uh, and they'll and they'll turn on his or her mic, and they'll press record, and then they'll they'll hide their cell phone, or or, or they'll cover it up in a purse, or or or, or 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 on the table, whatever. And he or she will secretly secretly record the conversation without you knowing it. You know what I'm saying? So you got that going on. You know what I'm saying? Because everyone has their cell phone in their pocket or their Apple Watch on their wrist. And it's just it's just a quick button, press record. And, and, and you think you're having a common conversation, again, at your job with this employee about something that, that you're dealing with, and they are recording it. You know what I'm saying? Because this person, you might feel safe with them. This person, you might have a previous uh, you know rapport with him or her. 
You know what I'm saying? And it's like, dang, you know, uh, wow, I trusted you to, to, to be open with you and transparent and they've, re and they've recorded the phone call. So I'm sorry. And, and they've recorded that conversation. So that's what Miss Tina, uh, who wrote in, like, like, that's what she's going through. It was a, it was a recorded conversation that she's believing will, will, will clear her name, but it, it's, it's, it's the humiliation. And, um, for me, man, <laughs> I'm just weird. I'm just weird that I, I never really care. I learned whenever I was 20 years old to, to not really care what people think about you if you know that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? You aren't not doing what you're not supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? You you aren't, uh, you know, being a hypocrite. You, you don't have one foot in, one foot out. And I, at, at my community center, I tried my best to treat every kid the same, whether he was black, white, Hispanic, red, purple, blue, Female, girl, boy, grandma, grandpa. I didn't care. I'm like everybody's the same, and 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 that's what kind of got me in trouble in, in this scenario is that th this this mayor's kid and this attorney's wife's kid, they they wanted her to have you know a certain type of treatment, and I'm like, man, if you would just tell me, hey, you know, uh, Christopher, hey, uh, we're gonna be late, uh, you know, to our facility to to grab our kid, just just learn to hang out, then then I would have been cool with that, but you know, they didn't have a relationship with me. I didn't have a relationship with them. Um, literally, I, I was just a supervisor of the building. You know what I'm saying? And and it was, like I said, it was, in, in this community, in every community, everyone has, um, what's the word, man? Like pawns and chess pieces on the board. You know what I'm saying? That everyone's playing this, um, this political game that I was unaware of. Man, I just thought I was coming in. I'm I'm in school. Uh, I was going to college at the time, tr tr trying to get my college degree. I wasn't trying to, to, to network and make friends. I was just, I, I was, I was filling in a position that I was told about. Uh, I had replaced a man named Lionel <clears throat> before I, I joined the community center. It was a man named Lionel, and I was just replacing him. He was sixty. He's like, hey, I, I, I want to retire. He's like, hey, I know Christopher. He has sound character. He's dependable. He's always on time. He doesn't steal. You know, can he replace me? So I was just, uh, you know, Lionel, Lionel was my referral. That's how I got that job. So, I, you know, again, you know, I just had a consistent track record. And so for me, uh, what I would tell you and what I would also answer to Tina is that let your track record of consistent history and your patterns speak for you. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to defend yourself. You don't got to tell everyone uh like, you know, and have everyone come to your aid and defend you, which you're going to feel that way. You're going to, like I said, you're going to feel strongly that people should come to your, uh, to, to, to your aid and, and render support. You're going to have that, that, that even, even that, that defiance to fight, to fight back. And it's like, listen, you can do that depending on the scenario and the situation, but you know, that might make things worse. And, and I'm, I'm of the proponent of mindset that, Everything has a way of working itself out if you just let it and get out of the way. And in my scenario with this 13-year-old young, uh, young lady who's a white girl, I say, you know what, man? I'm going to just let this scenario work, its, work itself out, and, and it did. Now, yes, was I worried. I'm not going to lie. Yes, I was worried. Not about losing my job, but it's just it's your reputation that's, the, <laughs> that's at stake. And your, your, your reputation is something that I don't care how old you are. As I mentioned, the... Um, the Black Panther actor, um, you know, who played Neymar in, in Black Panther Two, he's like, man, uh, I'm I'm taking a break from acting, and he's like, I'm going to restore and, and rehabilitate my my reputation. And I was like, huh? 
I'm like, that's weird. So he, he has a movie coming out on Netflix right now. He's like, you know what? I'm going to pause that. I'm going to show that. And I'm going to take some time to to address this 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 ex-girlfriend who accused me of sexual harassment or sexual whatever. He's like, man, I'm going to take some time with my PR team and restore and re- rehabilitate my reputation. I was like, huh? I'm like, how is your reputation even important? But he's right. Like, he's right. Like, your reputation, goes it goes before you and behind you. You know what I'm saying? And I knew um, in, my, in, in this community that I lived in that, that I had access to kids, to every kid, to every parent's kid. I had access to after-school programs. I had access to all the events that went on in that community. Like It all flowed through me because I ran the facility. You know what I'm saying? So it all, I was the person who they would meet at the beginning of, the, of, of their party or, or their quinceanera or, or their Valentine's dance, and I would be the one who, who would leave. And at the end, as, as you know, um, if, if they come into to, to my community center to, to have an event and, and they made a deposit, I would take their deposit, you know what I'm saying? Then after it was over, I had to make sure that they cleaned up and that they, uh, you know, cleaned up, like I said, you know, on time, that they didn't damage anything. And then I would, um, I, I would, uh, you know, okay their deposit to be returned to them, you know what I'm saying? After I checked anything that, if, 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 that you know, nothing was stolen. So I had a lot of power that I didn't know at the time. And I wasn't aware that I had that kind of power. I, I just... You're probably thinking, okay, okay, Christopher, like, why weren't you aware? Like I said, it was just a job to me. It was just a stepping stone, right? You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't, I wasn't there for that. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just there to, to do a job, put in my eight hours, I'm going home. Then tomorrow, I'm going to class, going home, going to class. Is that I wasn't thinking that 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 there are there are other things at work here. And 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 now, as I said, in 2023, I'm I'm, I'm fully aware. I am fully. Uh, you know, uh, alert and attentive and, and mindful and like I'm, I'm I'm on point now. Like I'm like okay, I get it now. You know what I'm saying? There's this battle going on for power and control, and people will say and do anything. So, if you're facing this type of situation, like with the, with someone who's recorded a conversation about you, or you've recorded a conversation about someone, and you know you are facing a, a situation like Tina's, I would tell you stay calm. Easier said than done, but it's possible. Stay calm. Number two, watch who you talk to. Watch who you talk to. And then number three, man, just let it, let your character and let your history, your working history and patterns and work character, let it, let it work itself out. You know what I'm saying? And this, this is, this is, this is very challenging. It is. Cause like I said, um, the humiliation of it that I went through, was less because I said I mentioned I don't care what people think about me, especially when I know I haven't done anything. I'm like I'm not gonna, whatever. I can still treat you with with respect. I can still you know walk you to your car. I can still uh, bag of groceries. I can still sit beside you. Uh, I'm, I mean I speak to you, but I, I can still you know. But I, I I have to be me no matter what is and, and and no matter what I'm being accused of. So I know what I did and didn't do. And to me, like that, at the end of the day, that's kind of all that you have is yourself. Like I said, like I said, because you're gonna want, and you're gonna think that ideally this should happen, ideally that should happen, ideally these people should know me by now. Like I said, I've been there for 10, 20 years. I think Tina has been on her job for over 10, 12 years. I don't even know, but it's like you know, it doesn't matter what you think should happen. It doesn't matter what you feel should happen. It doesn't matter what you I think ideally should should how, how this should unfold. It's going to unfold how it unfolds. And as I said, in my scenario that I gave to you, it took a month, a full month that 
this transaction transpired for me. And again, I never seen that young young lady again. I never saw her parents again. I have no idea what happened. Uh, like I said, it, that was back in 2009. But I'm going to use this as a as an example and a warning. I hate to I hate to even have to say this, man, because it makes me so angry. But you have to be careful um, when people are are have their cell phones out and their iPhones out and their iPads out because you don't know what he or she is doing. Like I said, this person could be your friend, could be someone you trust, it could be someone you value. It, it doesn't matter anymore. I hate to. It makes me so angry that I have to address this because that was the first thing that that Tina mentioned today. She's like, you know. Uh, in her email, she's like, yeah, I believe this conversation was recorded and there was a recording that, that she's believing will clear her name. And I'm thinking, well, <laughs> if that recording comes to light, then that will clear your name. But until then, in the meantime, like as you and I wait, <clears throat> I heard this saying that, <clears throat> you know, like while you and I are waiting, uh, it's more important. It's always important uh, how we wait instead of just what, what what we're waiting for. You know what I'm saying? Like how I wait, uh, that process of waiting, how I wait is more important than than actually on what the thing that I'm waiting for to, to, to take place or what I'm waiting to happen. You know what I'm saying? How I wait is more important. Because if I'm, if I'm, how I'm waiting, if I'm, you know, frantic, um, if I'm panicking and if I'm scared or if I'm, you know, acting out of character, people are going to like, okay, well, if you're innocent, then why are you behaving this way? If you're innocent, then why are you talking like that? You know what I'm saying? If you, if you, if you are true and you didn't do what you're being accused of, then what do you have to worry about? You know what I'm saying? So it's important how you wait. It's important how I wait. And so that's, that's what I would tell Tina right now. Tina, it's important how you wait. Uh, it's important how you treat yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because people, yeah, people are watching. People do want to see, okay, well, uh, and, and you will, you will experience a side eye, and that's okay, man. So again, I hope um, I try to my best to answer this question uh, by giving an example. Now, 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 I will say that men and women are different, and and these accusations that that you experience are very emotional. I mean, oh my God, they're emotional. And men and women, I say they're they're different, but we all have different emotional reactions. Especially, like I said, because you need your job, you need to pay bills. Your 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 livelihood's at stake. Like, like what am I gonna do? And as I mentioned earlier, you know your 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 reputation is on, is on the uh, on the line. But regardless, you have to keep your you have to keep your emotions in check. Uh, stay calm, and I keep on going back to step one and staying calm because we we are our emotional creatures. You know what I'm saying? And we, and we want to lash out and stand our ground and defend ourselves. And I would say, stay keeping calm. Right. It's already worked out. It's going to be worked out. You just it just haven't you you haven't got there yet. And you can't worry about, OK, why is this happening to me now? And I know you're probably thinking that, like, like why now and why me? And I'm like, well, why not you? And why not now? Like, who, who, who would you propose that that that, that this false accusation happened to? <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> who would you volunteer up? You know what I'm saying? So especially if, if you're an excellent worker. If you're diligent about your work, if you if you take pride in your work and you value what you do, like I, who would you propose that this false that 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 this false, um, you know, accusation that this false uh accusation happened to? Like I, who would you propose? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who would you suggest? Like I, who 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 would you want this to happen to? And and that's why, like I said, now that I'm that I'm out of that situation, oh, over over almost what. 2009 this 2023 man it's a long time ago almost 13 years ago 14 years ago but i, I i'm I, i'm glad that it happened to me 
because I, I felt like I'm the right person for it to happen to. Meaning that I, I'm not going to, to try to fight and defend myself, even though that I know that I can. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm going to just chill and let this thing unfold. Number two, uh, I'm glad that it happened to me because I, I'm, I'm not a quitter. And I know that when I haven't done something, I know that eventually it's going to come to light. Because like I said, there's always two sides to every story. And in my scenario, and also in Tina's scenario, there's the person, I guess you would call the accuser, and then the, the, there's the accusee, or the, 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 there's the accuser and the person that, that they're accusing, which is a victim. And they both have two sides, right? In, in my scenario, I was blessed because I not, I, not, I not only had camera footage, but I had also um, was given an opportunity to, to express my side of the, of the story. And man, I mean, it is, it is scary, man. It, it is very, very scary that we have to worry about this, that we have to talk about this, that we have to, to deal with this. But man, this is the world we live in. This is the time. I don't think it's ever going to change. Um, far as, you know, there's just with the whole AI thing coming, coming in, into fruition. Uh, everywhere you go, people are looking at you like, man, you know, like, can you be trusted? Uh, and I'm, like I said, this is just the world we live in. So uh, I hope, like I said, this topic answered the question, Tina, uh, and also you listening. If you you yourself, like I said, have experienced it or someone in your family has experienced it, it is very humiliating. But like I said, it's 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 about it's about building your character as well, and you, you really kind of get you, you really become acquainted with yourself and you figure out who, who your real friends are, and, and that's in my scenario, I, I really was exposed and I found new friends and I found new safety nets. After that scenario happened, like so, like once I was cleared, a lot of people, you know, began to talk to me and say things to me, and I was like, man, you know, I didn't know you this, and I didn't know you that. I had no idea you were watching. Cause people are watching, people are, are observing, and people are like, ah, you know. So, you know, once Tina comes out of this, and and you yourself, if, if you're experiencing it, once you come out on the other side, man, it, it's gonna be one heck of a, not just a testimony if you're a Christian or a believer, like I said, it could happen to a non-believer, but you're going to have one major uh, life experience to share with people like I, like, I, like I have right now. I mean, I can use this experience that I went through to say, listen, you're going to come out of this, but you have to let it run its course. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, you, you're in the beginning. There's a beginning, middle, and an end to every experience. Every experience, like I said, there's going to be a beginning, middle, and an end to every experience. Good or bad, it doesn't matter. Indifferent, it doesn't matter. It's, it's going to have a middle. It's going to have an end. But you just have to let it work itself out, <clears throat> and let all the moving parts flow. And the, in the meantime, you just be mindful of how you wait. Period. All right there, fam. I'm going to bring you a special message today from Sis Eva Gordon. Yes, she is the owner there at Epic. So there at Epic, their mission is to provide a lucrative opportunity for financial success and for growth. So if you want to be an entrepreneur and or you have a home-based business today, based on your schedule, Epic wants to position you in front of billion-dollar wealth trends, offering best-in-class products and services that generate, yes, residual income. So please contact Eva Gordon today at her phone number at 347-228-7916. That is 347-228-7916 or at her website, myepiccompany.com slash the letter L472-760. Again, that is www.myepiccompany.com slash the letter L472-760. Thank you so much.
Now, um, <clears throat> before I get up out of here, um, there, there is a, a, a Bible scripture. Now, like I said, I, I'm not sure if you read your Bible. I don't know where you where you are reading your Bible, not reading your Bible, uh, how you feel about faith. But 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 like in the Bible, like, you know, there, there, there's passages and scriptures on topics that, that help you deal with and cope through topics like this. Right. So it talks about it in First Corinthians. Now, First uh, Corinthians is going to be in the New Testament of your Bible. Um, it's it's the, it's the number one. In Corinthians, C O R I N T H I A N S, First Corinthians, chapter ten. All right, and it's gonna be verse thirteen. Okay, because you know we're, we're talking about, you know, you, you might feel okay, like, like, man, I'm not sure if I can handle this. <laughs> you know, like, I, I can't handle this. That's, that's, that could be how you feel, or that that could be how how Tina feels. Like, I I can't handle this right now. Now is the worst time. I got. I, I'm trying to buy a house. I, my, you know, my. My kid is here. My my, 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 my grandparent is there. Like, this is the worst time, and I just can't handle this right now. Now, that might be how you feel, okay? <clears throat> and I respect that. So, this is, so like I said, it's this passage in the Bible. It's in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Um, and it's going to be verse uh, verse 13, okay? So, again, it's going to be in 1 Corinthians. It's, it's in the New Testament, okay? Chapter 10, verse 13. And it talks about how, how you know, like when things happen to us, like I said, as I mentioned before or earlier, that it's like, why me and why now? Well, it says uh, in First Corinthians chapter ten, verse thirteen, it says, you know, no, no temptation has seized you except what is common to man. Okay, but God is faithful, and He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can uh, be tempted beyond what you can compare. Uh, he He will not let you uh, be tempted beyond what you can can bear. I said compare, but but what you can bear. But but when you are tempted, he will also provide a way. He he will always he will always provide a way of escape or or a way out, so 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 that you can stand under it. So I'm going to read that again. So I've really stumbled and bumbled and mucked through that. Um, so again, this is First Corinthians chapter ten verse thirteen. It says, uh, "No temptation has seized you except what is common to man." So being accused of something that that you didn't do is common to man. So like that's the question here. Facing human, facing you know feelings of, feelings of you know humiliation and being you know humiliated humiliated is common to man that, that that's not new like people have been getting accused and, and and humiliated for years and then coming out of it on the other side okay well this person you know they're innocent uh, they're clear they're clean you know and then there are times where you know people aren't innocent but it doesn't matter but I'm, what I'm saying is that I'm not trying to I'm not trying to downplay Tina's feelings in this question because it's a big deal, but it's it's not anything uncommon that's happening to her, to her, or to me, or to you, or when it happens. It's just a matter of time. Like we 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 all will experience some measure of of uh, being falsely accused. And the Bible is saying, "Hey, man, this is common. Relax, all right. Like just take a deep breath, right." And this is why I said my number one thing, and I keep on repeating this, repeating this. Calm down, okay. You're like, man, Damien, you're not in my shoes, bro. And I'm like, you're right, I'm not. But I'm still going to say, hey, take a deep breath. Calm down, okay? Like, they're, 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 there's a plan here. There's a process here. So, so again, again, First uh, Corinthians 10 says uh, that, 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 you know, there's nothing uncommon that's happening out there, okay? But it says God is faithful. Now, I'm not sure if you believe in God, right? If you have a relationship with God, but... Whenever you're falsely accused, you you, you go you know. Whenever you're falsely accused and you're not sure who you can trust, you go, you gonna start praying. <laughs> I don't care if you're an atheist, an agnostic. I don't care if you're if ah oh, man, I, I pray to the universe. I, I don't know where you stand, but you know if you're Jewish, if you're Amish, I, you you gonna start praying and talking to somebody. Like whenever your livelihood is being threatened and your money 
and you're and you're like so your lifestyle, your home, your family, and you're being accused of something falsely, you gonna start calling on something and somebody. Okay, so and, and for me, I have I have faith in Jesus Christ. He died for me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I, I believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ, and I believe He died for me. I believe that I'm that I'm saved, so I can read the Bible and I can trust the Bible. So I pray that you can too. But uh, but but again, he it says in verse thirteen it says God is faithful. God is faithful, meaning that that He will not let you be tempted or you know be be pressed beyond what you can bear. But he, He's like you know I'll I'll make a way for you to handle it, right? And He will also provide a way of escape so you can stand under it. So you gotta understand like God has already made provisions. Right, he's already made provision for, for you in this in this awful situation you're going through. Like, and I mean, it is awful. Like, it's because men and women are different. Women are emotional. W women have to have to have to have to cover a home, take care of a home. Women are safety, security. Right, you know what I'm saying? Women are nurturers. So whenever she's she's, which is Miss Tina in this scenario, I'm sure she's not just she's threatened. Her children, her her. I think I mentioned her. her you know, her, her reputation, my reputation. But like your children, your family, your cousins, your your extended family, your in laws. You know, your your you know your position on the school board. I mean, you gotta understand that this, 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 these roots run deep, 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 deep. Your great grandchildren now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like now that that this accusation is is or this this blemish. This dark cloud, it's just not hanging over you. See, I'm a, I'm a single man, so it's just me. You know what I'm saying? All my parents are dead. My uncles and aunts are dead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No wife, no kids, so it's just me. So it's just me on trial. So it's, I'm like, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm good. It's just me. But when you throw in, like I said, your spouse, uh, your, your children, your PTA meetings, school boards, community groups, community center, you, you throw in all these community outreach and, and you know, your your you're the president of this and you're the director of that. You know, you kind of get what I'm saying? You're, you know, you're all these other uh, avenues of your life are now in aspects of life that they're all being touched now and coming into question like crap, you know? You know what I'm saying? If she would do this here, then maybe she would do this there. If she would do this or if he would do this here, so he would do this there. So like I said, this this applies to both men and women alike. Like I said, because you could be a father or a husband or a brother or, you know, a, or a man in a prominent position. And, you, and you've been falsely accused. But again, God has already made provision. Now, um, I am, I am kind of assuming that, that again, that this, this, false, this false accusation is false. <laughs> you kind of see what I'm saying? But regardless, uh, pr provision has been made. You know what I'm saying? Even for the, for, for the accuser, if, if this, this person is falsely accusing you, he or she will face consequences. You can guarantee that. You kind of see what I'm saying? So, so back whenever I experienced this in, in, 2000, in, in 2009, like I said, that young girl, I never saw her again. So I have no idea what her consequence was or, or her uh, father and mother. I have no idea, but I never saw them again. So you can kind of maybe, you know, put two and two together that, that maybe they were removed or maybe she couldn't go back. I, I don't know. But what I'm saying is that, that the consequence for her false, falsely accusing me, she faced consequences. You know what I'm saying? She, she, she had a consequence. I, I just don't know what it was. I, I never thought about it. Uh, I, I never reviewed it. I never asked. You know, once my name was cleared, I'm like, okay. You know what? I'm 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 moved on. I, I moved on. So you gotta understand that 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 our heavenly Father, uh, God, and that, when I say God, I'm being very, 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 very spe specific. The, the God of the Bible, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I don't want no confusion whenever I say God. I'm not saying universe. I'm not saying some 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 holistic deity. No, I'm saying Jesus Christ, my Savior and Lord. So like whenever God has made has 
it says he's faithful. He's he's already made provisions for you to cover you and 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 for, and for the situation to work itself out and resolve. If you just trust him and number two, get out of the way. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, I want to kind of <laughs> go back. You know, I'm like, man, it, the Bible has talked about this. This is like, so this is a common experience. This is a common emotion. And I, and, and I spend time on differences between men and women because um, I, I, I had a mother. I have sisters. Uh, but at the same time, women and men will respond and handle this differently. So uh, you might you might lose your temper in this situation. You might uh, burn a bridge or two. Uh, because you're, you're trying to keep it together. You're trying to, to make sure that things don't come crashing down. And I, I would say, as a woman or a man, be careful. And like I said, because you're going to make mistakes. Um, because like I said, in our minds, and I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm kind of repeating this, but in our minds, we're, we're hoping someone comes to our defense, man. And I'm saying, your Heavenly Father in Heaven, He already has. You know, he's already come to your defense. Now, you're like, okay, man, Damien, I don't believe in God. <laughs> Who's going to come to my defense? I'm like, well, I don't know. But if you are, if you do believe in God, if you, if you do trust him and you have a relationship with him and or if you haven't had in a long time, this situation that's been created, it's going to draw you back to him. You know what I'm saying? It's going to make you pursue him and and uh, return back to your first love. So God could be using this, this accusation to bring you back to him and say, hey, you know what? You know, remember who I am. Remember me whenever you were, uh, you know. Remember the creator in the days of your youth. Remember whenever, whenever you were younger, you spent time with me. You, you spent time reading your Bible. You spent time praying. You know, you eliminated distractions as far as cell phone, TV, and movies, and eating out and shopping. You know what I'm saying? You, you made time. You spent time with me. And sometimes it takes these accusations and these false, um, you, know, accusa- you know, painful experiences and like these moments that, that, that I, I just, I, I, I feel like I, I just feel like, you know, like, like I, I can't handle this. It takes these, it takes these kind of, kind of scenarios and, and things that play out for us to, 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 to return back to him and saying, hey, you know, I've always been here. You know, I'm saying I'm faithful. Now that you're in trouble, you know, you can call on me. But he's also saying, hey, you know what, even when things are going good and you, and you haven't been falsely accused, you can still call on me and you can still spend time with me. So, again, if you get time, open up your Bible for yourself. If you don't read the Bible, you don't like it, I, I understand. But um, sometimes in, in these scenarios, you're, you're forced to call upon something and you need someone or someone stable, someone perfect, someone divine. And that's who our heavenly father is. Like he knows, he knows all angles. Uh, he doesn't lie. He's not fickle like man. He, he doesn't change his mind. He doesn't like kind of, you know, dip in and dip out. No, he, he's, he's there with you every step of the way. And you ain't got to worry about that. So like I said, you get time. It's, it's the book of Corinthians. It's, it's, it's the first Corinthians, the, the number one. Uh, there, there's a first Corinthians and then, and then there's a second Corinthians, but I'm reading a scripture from first Corinthians. Okay. Again, this is in the new Testament of your Bible. Okay. You're going to find it after, um, <clears throat> I think the, the book of Romans, I believe. Uh, you, yeah, yeah. So in, in your Bible, in, in the, uh, new Testament, you're going to have acts, the book of acts, then Romans, and then you're going to have Corinthians. Okay. So like I said, this is first Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13. I hope this helps you. Cool.
All right, all right, all right, man. We are concluding another beautiful episode. I want to just say thank you for staying to the end. Call to action is simple. This is your first time ever tuning in. You're a first time listener. Please subscribe to become a regular, consistent listener. Listener, uh, questions, comments, man. Text me at two five four eight seven eight seven one three five. No, I value, I value your time, and I value your moment to moment. This episode benefits you in any way. Just simply, just share with one person. That's all I ask. Share with one person. As I always say, man, if you want to go fast, go alone. Okay, but if you want to go far, we must go together. Have a beautiful week. Thank you so much.